You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 94 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says you cannot throw caution to the wind with your marketing and your sales and expect results. Develop a strategy, be consistent, track everything, what you measure will grow. We could leave the show right there. That is just brilliant <laughs> advice. Joining me on today's show is Kayla Brissy. Kayla is a marketing strategist for ambitious entrepreneurs and small business owners who are ready to grow and scale their business where they can stop trading time for money. She helps them leverage the power of high-level marketing and sales strategies so that they can have the freedom to create memories with their loved ones and leave a legacy that they can be proud of for years to come. Now on today's show Kayla is going to share with faith, perseverance and grit you can propel your business forward despite what obstacles come in your way. Life happens, we all know that, but it doesn't have to derail your business or stop you from achieving your dreams. She's also going to talk about relationship building and how this is the key foundations or one of them of your marketing and your sales strategy. You've got to learn to romance and woo your audience and eliminate the need to put a ring on it on day one. We so know that. And she's also going to talk about your story and your unique gifts matter and so much more. So welcome to the show, Kayla. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I'm so excited to be here tonight. This is um, an area of marketing that many business owners, especially Christian business owners, can struggle with. And then the whole sales aspect, having to sell your products and your services can be quite overwhelming. So it's so good that you are on the show today to be able to, to share your expertise. I love to give my guests an opportunity just to give a snapshot on how they got into the business that they are today. Was it something that uh, progressed for you with different experiences through the years or has it always been something that you've really loved and, and pretty much set your heart on creating? How did that pan out for you? Oh gosh, well I am, I've been like a serial entrepreneur since I was like a wee tot. <laughs> I, I was one of the girls in the neighborhood that was always selling lemonade or Kool-Aid yeah. or anything. I was a hustling chick uh, mm -hmm. from a very early age and so over the years I have had multiple businesses that obviously some have failed, um, you know, but they've taught me a lot along the way. And they led me to what I'm currently doing today, which I love, um, mm -hmm. which is really business coaching and marketing consulting. And part of the reason why I started my business was honestly, because I hated what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was a brand new mom. Um, and, you know, with him, I didn't want to not be home with him. I quick backstory. I struggled for with infertility for nine years. Mm. So he was my miracle from God. You know, God gave me grace and uh, gave me my blessing, my child I was never supposed mm. to have. And it was just really, it just hurt. You know, it just wasn't where I wanted to be. I didn't want him, you know, in daycare, so to speak. He was with my sister, but still it was daycare. And I was away from him way too much. And I was missing all his milestones. And I'm, mm. and I was sitting there and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? 
I'm being underutilized at my job. Yes, I have a great job and I'm getting paid well and mm-hmm. I have the benefits, you know, the, the quote unquote dream, so to speak. But I wasn't home with my son and I was missing out on things. So knowing that I had the entrepreneurial spirit and I knew it was something that was just, you know, so deeply rooted in me, I knew it was time for me to figure out what it was that I was meant to do. Yeah. And ironically, I was actually on a lunch break. Uh, it, well, really a, a nursing break because mm-hmm. I was nursing at the time. And I was going through Facebook and I was scrolling and I happened to stumble upon a Facebook ad. And that Facebook ad is what literally changed my life. Wow. It gave me the idea to start this business. And it was just kind of funny because it was I was always doing it before where I was doing mm-hmm. business coaching and consulting, but I never really realized it that that's what I had always been doing (laughs) so it was just kind of opened the doors for me and literally within three weeks I think it was I ended up I hired that coach uh, that Facebook ad that I saw Mm -hmm. and launched my business and really just haven't turned back since and so it has been almost three years now that I've been in business and we just keep moving and growing and adding more fun stuff in the process. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) Amazing. It's interesting, isn't it? That um, experiences that you have had in the past has really built some key foundations upon which now you're really leveraging and growing your business. Had you not seen that ad, then it wouldn't have planted that seed. And it's interesting how when you do take that step back and you have an, an open awareness awareness of what opportunities are in front of you it's then that you realize that God really does have his hands on on various aspects and we just need to be open to to seeing those and taking that opportunity I love the technology that we have today Mm -hmm. when you think here we are opposite ends of the the world speaking to one another and I remember back in the career industry, and that was when everyone told me, you can't do, what, you want to do career coaching by the phone? You have to see face-to-face your clients. And it was, no, I don't. Um, and really, sometimes it's just our own perception, and we just don't know what we don't know. So thank you for sharing that story. Someone's You're listening welcome. and watching today that uh, everything that you need is right there. You just need to put the, the pieces of the puzzle together, and there's a great opportunity or even advancement in what you're doing. Let's talk about faith, perseverance, and grit to propel your business forward despite obstacles. You mentioned you had a number of different businesses that uh, didn't quite uh, reach the level that you wanted. I know that I have experienced that as well. Uh, And I'm sure that many people are listening and watching today. Sometimes that can be um, what holds us back because we're scared that that is going to happen again. So share some insights. What did you learn? Well, with all the failed businesses that I've had, I don't really look at them as a failure. Mm. I always look at, look at them as a learning lesson. What did I learn? What could I take from that? Um, you know, prime example, I was in an MLM industry for over seven years. Mm. And a lot of the foundational pieces of running that particular business, I literally have brought over to this business currently. Yeah. Mm. And it's so they've all helped me grow and shape and evolve and stretch myself in so many ways that. I've been able to pull pieces from every one of those businesses. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how, even though they're in different industries, I can still pull different aspects and utilize them in my business 
And it actually kind of gives me, a, you know, a, an upper hand advantage, I think, sometimes, mm -hmm. because I do things that are not typically what you see all the time in our, in our industry. Yeah. Uh, you know, like prime example, you know, one of the things that I learned uh, just regarding sales was using the disc personality profiling. Mm -hmm. I love using that for my sales calls. It lets me know if someone's going to need more time, mm -hmm. lets me know if I can pitch them right away, lets, you know, me to kind of like modify my conversations with them, mm -hmm. just so that I can have a higher close rate. You know, and I actually have a hundred percent close rate for wow. my dream clients that get on the phone with me. And the ones that I turn away that are really not ideal, I think I have like an 88% close rate or something mm -hmm. like that because I turn them away. But it just goes to show like one of those simple tactics that I learned from so many years ago yes. in that one business is really a foundational piece to my, to my sales process now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can leverage the heck out of it and it's fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, the biggest thing for me is don't ever look at something as a failure. You're mm -hmm. going to, you know, if you keep looking at it as a failure, you're going to continue to fail, right? Yes. You're setting yourself up for that failure. You have to look at it as what is the lesson learned? What can you take from that experience mm -hmm. and how can you apply it to what you're currently doing? Yeah, I love that. And Great insight. Yeah, you know, and as, as far as like life getting in the way, I mean, I could go on a whole topic about life getting in, in the way, but just to kind of give you an idea of how you need to have that perseverance and grit, especially for us women, like mm -hmm. we wear so many hats in a day mm -hmm. <laughs> that it's, you know, someone calls in, they need something. Or when my son needs me, I have to stop what I'm doing. And, you know, yeah. life happens, mm. but it doesn't have to block your success. It doesn't have to, you know, derail your business or you reaching your goals. Um, you know, last year I lost my dad. Mm -hmm. We're actually coming up on his one year anniversary of his passing. And, you know, my business was my blessing for all that, to be mm. completely honest. It helped keep me, it helped keep me sane, yes. helped inspire me. And, you know, a lot of people didn't know that I was actually going through everything with my dad and being his caregiver. And it's just something simple, like, you know, it's not simple, but you know, something like that, it's just, that could have derailed me if I really wanted it to. But mm. instead, I let that experience really inspire me and really make me think and about, what kind of legacy am I really creating for mm -hmm. my son and for my family? And what can I do differently? And how can I create more time freedom? Because my family is so important to me. And had I not had this business, I would not have been with him for the full year while he battled for the last year of his yeah. life and with him when he passed and, and all that stuff. And so it's just, it's finding that blessing in everything you're doing mm -hmm. and find a way to make it work rather yeah. than saying, nope, I'm going to push that aside and I'm going to focus on this over here. Mm -hmm. You can make it work if you really want to. And it's really just looking at everything you have. It may not be perfect. Some days you might feel like a hot mess, but you can make it work. And it's mm -hmm. just with that perseverance and grit, having faith that God's going to guide you and, mm -hmm. and, you know, protect you and open those doors of opportunity and, you will succeed if you put your mind to it. <laughs> yeah, there's no so many it. golden nuggets that you shared in there, yeah. Kayla. And I think one of the biggest things we can really take away is, as you said, it's the way that we look at something, isn't it? And even in some of the hardships and some of the difficulties when you're thinking about um, some of the business, what people call failures, they can be our mm -hmm. greatest lesson, can't they? And some of the stories and the journeys that I've heard over the last, you know, 93, 
episodes that we've done so far <laughs> is that God can use our messes and create it into our message. And so yeah. if we look at our insights around, okay, well, that didn't work. What can we learn from that? If we learn, if we use that, as you said, as a learning opportunity, often then, you know, the enemy tries to take us out and we go, you know what? If God can make a mess of my, you know, a message out of an omission often out of my mess, then this particular thing which you try to derail me, I'm going to use it as a step up. It's going to be one of the key foundations and often then that can catapult us. Attitude and is so, so very important. So thank you for, for sharing that. Let's talk about relationship building. You say that it's one of the key foundations of your marketing and sales strategy, which totally, totally agree. What are some of the things that you see consistently that business owners are getting wrong? We need to change our, our thinking and our strategy around it before we can then start to really move forward and implement some mm -hmm. great strategies. Yeah, so a couple of things that I see most often is um, – a lot of people focus on the marketing, so they're creating a lot of content and putting it out there, and then they're not doing the relationship building, which mm. is really the sales piece of that. And yeah. and I should probably preface this saying that I don't do marketing and sales separately. My marketing and sales are like my peanut butter and jelly. They have mm. to be together. Mm. <laughs> so you can't do all the marketing and not do the back-end sales piece because mm. you gotta, you got to connect, right? Yeah. Like You have to connect with the people that are going to be working with you. Otherwise it's going to take them a lot longer to come. They may not build that trust and things like that. Um, but really them focusing more on the marketing efforts and not as much on the sales. That's one of the big things. The other thing I see is a lot of this, the, the sleazy or inauthentic mm, um, sales terrible. tactics, mm -hmm, right? Mm. Well, I get them a lot in my <sighs> inbox and I always chuckle and I always want to say, maybe you should hire me. <laughs> But I don't, you know, I don't, I show them some love because mm. you never know who showed them how to do this yeah. process, but you know, do your recon on your people before you reach out to someone. Um, you know, if you're doing a cold lead, investigate them, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Look at, look at their business, look how long they've been in business, look and see what things you have in common. Um, you know, figure out how you can really connect. And then if you're going to be making a pitch or an offer, make sure that you know exactly what they're going to need. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's times that people have pitched me for like prime example, like a new logo. And I'm like, I have a logo and I just got my logo and mm -hmm. I love my logo. <laughs> but I'm like, you clearly didn't look at my website or, no. you know, just pitching me for random stuff. I'm like, why, would I, why do I need this? Like, this is totally not what I need. Yeah. So doing uh, both of those are kind of the big key pieces for the marketing and the sales that I see that go wrong um mm. pretty much for like all my clients that come in or even you know prospects that i've talked to that i've given some free sessions to but uh you have to you have to be able to relationship build and you know when i look at i call it you know my relationship uh funnel in, mm -hmm. in a sense and it's really looking at like how are you connecting with your leads mm -hmm. and so you essentially create like this you know kind of like a sales funnel you create a relationship funnel of like okay at um on the first interaction, I'm going to send them, you know, this, I'm going to pay them a compliment. Mm -hmm. On the second interaction, I'm going to send them maybe a link to my blog post or whatever it's going to be. But you essentially create this funnel of everything you're going to have to be able to nurture them. And yes. it's really about focusing on them. It's not about you whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's on them because, you know, I'm sure everyone probably has heard the term um, that everyone's tuned into their own radio frequency of WIIFM. Mm -hmm. 
what's in it for me. And that's kind of what you have to keep that mentality. It's not about you. It's really about them and how you can service them. And you want to make them feel important, you know, Mm -hmm. and you want to keep nurturing them. The more that you are on the forefront of their mind, the more that you nurture them, the more that you connect and you build Mm. that relationship, the quicker they're going to convert. Yeah, so true. And when you look at um, that relationship building funnel and you've got those touch points there, at what stage, and again, I know that every business is going to be different. It's going to depend Mm -hmm. often also too on, on what you're selling, whether it is a product, smaller investment and all of that. But if you're thinking about typically a lot of the people that are listening to today's podcast podcast are service-based businesses so professional services Mm -hmm. we're selling our services our expertise and we may have different programs one of the things you often hear too is yes you've got touch points where people can engage with your content listen to your podcast or watch your podcast if you're doing a video but it's really important to try and get them offline and into a conversation so that you can find out specifically what is it that you're struggling with and how might I be able to support you in achieving the dreams and goals that you're looking for? So when you're thinking about the time span, is there a typical time span that you say, look, you really want to get them off and into a conversation so that you really can find out more? Is there a typical or is there, you know, within say the, the fifth or sixth touch point, what sort of advice are you giving your clients or seeing that's working perhaps? Usually around the third or fourth interaction is mm-hmm. when I open that opportunity for them to just chat with me. Yes. Um, and it really depends on if they're a really cold lead or if there's someone that I've warmed up a little bit, but, mm-hmm. or someone that may be in my community that I see, but I just haven't actually spoke to them. So now yes. they're more of a warm lead, but if they're a really cold lead, I do a lot of nurturing and I go with the aspect of thinking that everyone's already my friend. We're already mm. girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> We're already BFFs. And so I'm very open. And I'm very friendly. Mm. And I keep that open line of communication open that way. And we just kind of chat and we talk about stuff and we get to know each other better. And then we get to that point, usually around the third or fourth interaction where mm. I'm like, well, tell me a little bit more about what you do. And, mm. you know, what are you currently struggling with? You know, how can I support you? Yes. And usually from there, it's either they will book a virtual coffee date just to kind of chat mm-hmm. and, you know, have girlfriend time, or they will book a free session with me, or sometimes it'll be that they will book, you know, a sales call with me. So it really kind of depends. Um, I do see that a lot of times if it's a really cold lead and depending on their personality style, mm-hmm. they will typically go to about the fifth or seventh interaction before mm-hmm. they're ready to like finally like open up a little bit more Mm -hmm. but it really depends you know everyone is different and their personalities really do play a key factor in how quick they will move now for me with my personality type I'm very dominant and I'm (laughs) and I have kind of you want to call it like the shiny object syndrome like I like okay I want this like now Mm. it doesn't take me long to know if I want something so if someone reaches out to me and it's a good opportunity I will jump on it Mm -hmm. Um, I don't need a whole lot of nurturing sometimes no I mean neither (laughs) which is not always a good thing but um, I'm just one of those people like I know what I want when I want it and I will get it when I want it yes have you heard of the um a little bit off topic but you sits it sits really nice or aligns nicely to the disc the colby assessment have you done the colby have I done this Colby? I have not done that one. I had to think. I do so many tests, um, yes. assessments, assessments because I love the personality tests and all these yeah. assessments. Self-awareness is so important, isn't it? I, I think so anyway. Yeah. And then we can find out how God has made us unique. Well, I recently just did that and I found out that I was a quick start. 
and it just really put and that is when we just launch into something we know what we want we're, we're driven by challenges and in fact when everything's really streamlined we can cause our own challenges because that's when we click into action and going so when everything yeah. is all streamlined it's like mm, okay but um i know know how uh, that that is that's really the importance isn't it when you're talking about the marketing the strategy that we have that there are a number of different touch points and content that people can engage with that we don't necessarily need to be there like podcasts or articles and and things that we're we're sharing so important because that can allow people to see that consistency can't they and and build that uh, know like and trust with them do you do you still find that business owners are not investing it's an investment in a lot of that content that we know is so important a, across various social platforms to build those different touch points how are we faring do you think yeah i mean i definitely see like a lot of with with my clients personally mm. they will do a lot of like the content marketing to you know essentially build relationships that way but it's very basic level they're not mm. tapping into the high, higher stuff of like collaborations and mm -hmm. things like that where they're tapping into a larger audience and they can share that and that's really part of in, in like full transparency part of my relationship building funnel is when I do events like this, this is what I share a lot of times with mm. a lot of my prospects, the people that I you know, want to work with. Yes. And I'm like, look, I have been featured here. Here's an interview that really might interest you. And it builds up my credibility as part of my marketing strategy, but also mm. as part of my relationship building funnel so that they can see like I'm out there and I'm putting myself out there. But so many people, they don't realize that collaborations such as this mm can honestly really help catapult your business. And you can utilize that as one of your marketing strategy and part of your sales strategy in the process. And it's, you know, for me, it's like a killing two birds with one uh, stone for me. It's, it's brilliant. In fact, I, I use that too, because you never know who may be listening and watching who has said, you know what, I've been seeing you and you've done, this is your 900th ninety-nine podcast or something from a number of different shows. It's a, it's a exactly. technology that I love to, to harness. And I don't think people recognize the benefit because it elevates your profile. They can hear yes. and see you um, sharing your expertise again and find Finally, someone will get to that point, depending on, on how many times every one of us, and I can't remember the, the name of it, but it's like a validation um, cycle, mm -hmm. isn't it? We need to see and hear something from someone before we get to the stage and go, you know what? I've heard her say, Kayla is so consistent. I've heard her. I've yes. seen her. I love her articles. I'm ready to make a move. Yep. Uh, let me I give love her when a people call. tell me, they're like, I see you everywhere. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But it really is true. Like most mm. people need about seven touch points yes. before they're ever really ready to buy. Mm. So they need to continually see you and they need that consistency factor. And I will tell you, like, I love doing collaborations. They are one of my favorite things to do for marketing and sales. Mm. And I love the fact that because I'm so visible and I utilize them as part of my strategy, literally every week I have people that reach out to me for some sort of collaboration opportunity. Now, yeah. obviously I don't take them all on because yeah. I could never possibly <laughs> do that, but it just goes to show like the more that you're putting yourself out there and the, mm -hmm. the larger your audience, your message is going to resonate with someone or someone's going to see you yes. um, and they're going to say, you know, I really need her on my summit or I really need her on my podcast mm -hmm. and they reach out and it just, it really does. It elevates your status. Yeah. It builds your credibility. It helps you with your marketing because you're like, wow, now she is that expert. She can see mm -hmm. you. They see you. They get to learn from you. And then on the sales side is you have that in your back pocket that you can always share that with someone 
um, so that they can really just kind of see you live and in action and really mm. see your personality shine and your expertise shine. Yeah. And I love one of the things that will often happen is that when someone sees and hears you over those multiple times and it's consistent, it's on brand, mm -hmm. it's delivering ongoing value, when you do have that opportunity to speak, they've pretty much in their minds already made up their yeah. mind. They want to work yeah. with you. There's just a couple of different questions that they have and really it's what's the best way. Um, yep. And uh, that's where I think you say don't underestimate the value of you integrating the marketing that you're doing, the online, but make sure that you really see that it is also very much part of uh, that sales process as well. It often eliminates a lot of that whole yeah initial if we if you're looking at someone who doesn't really know much about you and it's more of a colder lead great great insights are there Kayla let's talk sure. about being the unique gifts and story mm -hmm. really mattering so many of us sadly don't recognize the incredible gifts that we've been given can really be yeah. leveraged in a way to allow us to authentically stand out in the marketplace. We're so busy looking at other things, whereas in actual fact, it really is us that makes the difference yes. to standing out. Let's talk about this. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, every one of us has our unique God-given gifts. You know, that's, that's a given. We're mm. all born with our unique gifts. One of mine is strategy. I literally have a strategy for everything, and it's so funny because I strategy do. Strategy is out of strategy. <laughs> I do. I got a strategy for everything. Um, but then you got to look at like, what are your, you know, what have you acquired for skills over the years? You know, I mean, I'm an educated woman, so I've acquired skills with having multiple degrees. You got to look at what past jobs you've had. You know, what are you naturally really great at? Mm. And so when you kind of take all these into consideration, you can start pinpointing, okay, here's what, here's my like secret sauce, so to speak, or my, my unicorn gifts and what really makes me unique. And the thing is that most people, they, they almost look at it in a way like, well, there's other people that do what I do. And it's like, okay, yes, for like me, there's other people that do marketing and sales, but nobody does it mm -hmm. the exact way that I do it. And yeah. that's the same for everyone else. Like you have to really own your gifts because no one's going to be able to do your exact process of what you do for everything. Like mm -hmm. for me having a strategy for everything, that just boggles people's minds. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing I can't give you a strategy for, <laughs> at least that I've come across yet. And that's just how my brain works. Mm. And because I'm very creative, I can whip those up really quickly. And some people just get super overwhelmed, but yeah. that's one of my very unique gifts. Mm. And then integrating that with your stories, we all have stories to share mm -hmm. and your stories are going to set you apart because they're part of essentially that relationship marketing where you're really connecting with mm. your audience and without connecting with your audience you're just blending in right yes and if you're trying to just stand in the background well it's no wonder why people are struggling with sales in the marketing and they're not getting the clients you mm -hmm. have to be bold and you have to stand out and the more that you can share your unique gifts and the more you can share your story you're going to start attracting those people you know one of the stories that i share a lot with my business is you know my infertility story mm. You know, it's, it's completely irrelevant at, at, when you look at it at one point, but then you can, I can bring it back and tie it in of how, mm -hmm. you know, my son was my driving force to start this business. And even though I struggled for so many years and never thought I was ever going to conceive, he is my why. Mm -hmm. And so I can always tie it back. Even like with my dad, you know, having cancer and then him passing, that was something that was completely in a personal life, you know, my yeah. personal life, but I was able to bring that back and tie it into my business and, mm -hmm. and talk about how the struggles and how I kept going and, and grief and, you know, just mm -hmm. these things. And it's, 
it can be very vulnerable and it's very scary and some people may not like it. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the truth. But the ones that are your raving diehard fans, they eat it up and they mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. You and know, it's, it never fails. Uh, they comment, they engage, they share. They yes. love it when you share that stuff. Yeah, because we're all human and mm-hmm. we can relate. Often your ideal client yes. can relate or we have empathy and compassion for the other people unless of course you're just not empathetic at all and then that's maybe not your ideal client but i think sometimes that vulnerability and that story that that storytelling when you weave it in um can be the uh, make a huge difference i remember um on one of my other podcasts women in leadership kayla I had the thir- very first Christian um, Christian on the show. Well, I've, I'm sure I interviewed other Christians, but this was focused specifically because um, she. This was her business. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to allow her to share that message. And in actual fact, it was her interview many uh, last year. I think it was many months ago that prompted me to one of the reasons that prompted me to start this uh, podcast. Uh, but at the beginning, then I re- recorded something that shared why I interviewed her and some of my backstory and someone who had just connected with me heard that she said as soon as you heard that she said I just immediately knew that I wanted to connect with you and now I'm I'm hosting and producing their podcast for them it's a network here in Australia for women in business that kind of thing if I had not have shared that vulnerability and and backstory would never have connected with her on that deeper level and that's the sort of thing that can happen and as you said, sometimes we are a little bit frightened to do that. I think you have to you have to be in a position to be able to talk about your story yeah. without it being so fresh that, you know, someone said, you know, snot comes all out of every sort of part of your body. That's not the time yet to share the story. But there's a way in which you can bring that in and really weave it in to allow someone to really get a deeper understanding of who you are, your core values, and what's important to you, yes? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I always look at like every experience that I have. I mean, even just everyday stuff with like my son, because he's Mm. home with me. I'm a work at home mom, which makes for very interesting days (laughs) for me, but I can look at things that he does, you know, and I can figure out a way to tie it into my business. I can find Mm. like a lesson or some golden nugget to really kind of share. Um, And that's really kind of how you have to look at things is how can you just, you share it in a way that feels good for you. Mm. And you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to give away the whole kit and caboodle. You can just share a small piece of that story just to really connect and let them know like, hey, I've been in your shoes or hey, mm. not every day is, you know, rainbows and unicorns over here is what I always tell my my audience. I have some really bad days sometimes with him. And some days mm-hmm. I don't get to work until 10 o'clock at night because I can't get anything done with him. He wants his mom. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's my life right now. That's the season I'm in. And so sharing just those things, it, it makes you relatable. Mm-hmm. It brings you off of that pedestal that so many people end up putting you up on despite, mm-hmm. you know, I don't ever want to be on a pedestal, but let's be honest, people do that. I put people up on pedestals all the time and mm-hmm. it's not always a good thing, but it makes them relatable that they're not so perfect that they're untouchable. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to really connect and they, they can really see like, I can really be friends with this person. Mm-hmm. Like she's, real she's down to earth she's real she's raw raw she's vulnerable she's just like me and that's kind of the big thing is so many people when they put others on this pedestal they feel like they're untouchable that they're like they have like that celebrity like complex Mm. um and then they feel like they could never work with that person or they could never be like that person and it's like no 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 like 
I always tell my audience, like, please don't ever put me on a pedestal. Like, I mess up every single day. Yes. <laughs> I make mistakes. Like, nothing is perfect over here. I mm. have struggles just like you. I have days where I sometimes doubt why I'm in business or my mindset may be shaken or even mm. my faith. Um, you know, it's just, it's life. You know, we all have those roller coaster rides of emotions and things mm. that happen. And, definitely don't share it when you're in the heat of it no. and it's really well, if it's still raw, yeah. <laughs> you need to wait till you're no longer being triggered whether yeah. that be a month two months mm. two days like it doesn't matter but wait yeah but you can have fresh clear perspective and you can tie it back in if it's something that's really triggering you but you can literally find something in every day part of your life to share with your audience that's going to be able to connect mm, with them. Yeah. Um, everyday stories, you know, we can yeah, relate to people day. and we can laugh. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be a sad story. It can just be something. And, you know, some of some people are really gifted in writing and sharing that story. And just as you are reading that or even in a podcast, you know, you'll be listening to it and you will laugh out loud. And if, you know, I've, I've yeah. had that where I've either read something or I'm on a listening to a podcast and I have laughed out loud in the middle of a train, you know, station and people just laugh with you because it's infectious, you yeah. know, that is really in infectious. So, and that's the kind of um, relationship that you build. It strengthens the relationship mm -hmm. because they get to know, like, and trust you on such a deeper level Definitely. and realize that you can relate to whatever, what they're going through. And uh, it just really does build for that, uh, the key foundations upon which that relationship can continue to, to grow. Absolutely. Kayla, it's been absolutely fantastic speaking with you today. So many golden nuggets there. For someone who's listening or watching today that would love to connect with you further, find out about the services that you offer, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Uh, honestly, if you want to go, um, you can visit me on social media or my website. It's all under Kayla Brisi, so mm -hmm. it's super easy to find me. But I am on social media all the time, my Facebook page or my community, and you can always uh, hit me up on my website um, through the chat box or the contact box. Fantastic. So Excellent. Super easy for yeah, you guys. No <laughs> and what we'll do too is we'll put uh, all of the links that you can connect with Ka Kayla on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE94. One of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, uh, Kayla, is just finishing up the show, closing the show with a word of prayer. Can may I do that for you too? Absolutely. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Kayla and be reminded and how important it is as Christian entrepreneurs, as business owners, to build key relationships. It says over and over in the Bible, um, compassion and empathy is, is really what you, Lord, um, have shown us and that we, through our business dealings, through our communications, continue to bring that out into the world too as we build relationships with potential clients. Father, I just ask for your continued blessing on Kayla and her little boy and her businesses as well as she continues to support her clients in getting their message out in a much, much bigger way. Father, we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming to the show. I have loved speaking with you and thank you for, for the time. I know that it's probably past midnight now or nearly past midnight. So uh, that's, that's okay. dedication. I'm, so I'm up all the time anyway. <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, thanks once again for coming on the thank show. You so You've been listening to so the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? 
Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>